Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Walking Through Glass, the podcast with your host, Dr. Dina C. Brown. Welcome to Friday. It is what I call our fear less Friday, which aligns itself to really our focus for the week, which is all about courage. Having the courage to be happy is what we're going to talk about today. The courage to be happy. Well, we're going to start our courageous happiness journey with some breath. So I want you to take a moment and inhale. And exhale. Doesn't that feel good? So good that I'm going to ask you to just do it one more time. Inhale. And exhale. You see, it takes courage. It takes courage to pause. It takes courage to have a moment for yourself to do something that actually makes you you that makes you feel good. And that's what I deem the courage to be happy. In the face of others who are so busy and caught up in the rat race that just taking a moment to breathe is something of a challenge, is something that is, you know, something alien and foreign. But, you know, I'm a firm believer that happiness is a choice. Happiness is a choice. And I choose to be happy. And oftentimes, it takes courage to be happy in the face of so many naysayers and so many other people that you tell them something good and they tell you five things that are bad. You celebrate one opportunity and they tell you other ten opportunities in which you failed at. So it does take courage to be happy. It takes courage to be happy in the face of any and everything outside of of you. So I recall a moment in my past where I wondered or I questioned my 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 courage, um, so to speak, and being happy, which is why I'm so intentional about it now, is that I remember when I earned my doctorate, and that journey was a long, arduous journey and something definitely to be proud of. But for many years, I kind of didn't talk about it outside of that that particular moment. And I downplayed it because I was concerned about what other people would think and how they thought that I would think. Or they questioned, you know, would they think I felt differently about myself or if I was better or, or et cetera. It was a whole litany of stuff. But I recall the time when I had to go and actually defend. And... When I went to go defend, I went by myself. I didn't take any friends, any family, anyone with me. I did take a bag of gifts for my, for my, um, my team, my dissertation team. And, um, my advisors were, you know, were were pretty sharp and I've been pretty astute and I was a bit nervous, um, and going down there, but I knew I wanted to be by myself. And I wanted to process those moments by myself and those feelings. One of which, because I thought in the beginning, what happens if, 
you know, I, I defend and I don't get the vote of approval and, and I'm not a doctor today. I don't have a PhD. And then the other part was at that point, I couldn't fathom the aspect of, okay, you've done all this work and, you know, it's going to be a success, even though that my chair was like, it's good. You're ready. You're ready to go. So went through the process, did my thing, presenting my information and left the room. They asked you to go outside and, and sit and process, um, while they deliberate over whether or not they tell you your, um, your PhD or not. And it's a very stressful time, but you know, you feel kind of helpless at the same time they cited. So after a brief um, respite outside the door, they invite me back in and balloons and they say, welcome Dr. Brown. And I was so elated and, you know, overjoyed and I was sharing and excited and got my paperwork back and it said defend with no corrections. So that meant that was huge because usually you could defend and they'll say, but we want you to go back and take a look at this and make you and have you make some adjustments and make some corrections. And then, um, did you be officially, you know, a doctor and or officially a PhD. And so it's a defense with no corrections. I didn't even know what to do. I walked all over to the graduate office, paid my money, sent my paperwork, and they were like, wow, congratulations. Oh my gosh, congratulations. It says defend with no corrections. And I remember being excited and, and understanding the magnitude of that. But when the person was um, sharing that with me, and they were saying, wow, this is a big deal. You know, you have some pretty tough people on your team. That meant your work was really good. And I remember my immediate reaction was like, oh, yeah, but it wasn't my best. I immediately started apologizing for it not being my best instead of owning the moment and celebrating that success, you know. And so I was doing it in private going, yes, I did this. But whenever someone would say something to me, I would kind of back away and say, okay, well, yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, it's good, but, you know, as if anyone could have done it. And then I realized later on, now in my new sense and state of awareness, no, not anyone could have done it. I did it. And the courage to be happy about that moment was something that was very difficult, but I realized that it's been part and partial to my programming. And that any time I've had the opportunity to celebrate a win or share a win. There have been people in my life to immediately put a mirror to my face and share, you know, the not so good times, the, the losses, the not wins. And for me to have the courage to be happy in spite of what they were saying was difficult and early on I wasn't mature enough in a conscious level to be able to deal with that that kind of feedback and that emotional wrestle and tussle and so what I did is I shrank and so I celebrated my wins internally but externally I just kind of downplayed any opportunities so from the moment of walking over to the graduate office and handing in my paperwork and handing over my money after the years of hard work, the money I've invested, the time, the energy, the blood, sweat, and tears, and this great achievement where I couldn't celebrate openly 
with that person I celebrated inwardly. Um, and then when I made my first phone call to my, my then husband at the time to say I did it, and then I called my family that I did it. But when I looked around, I was in Mississippi because I got my PhD from the University of Southern Mississippi. I looked around and I was all alone by myself in this town that I did spend a couple of summers in doing work, but I was by myself. So I went back to my hotel. I sat there, took myself out to eat, and I sat there alone, celebrating alone. And I think back now going, hmm, not because I regret those moments, because it was a decision that I made, but I began to look at my programming. Why did I feel the necessity, the need to be alone? For whether I was happy or whether I wasn't going to be happy. Where did that come from? And how can I begin to unravel and deprogram that belief system that I wasn't worthy for someone to take their time to be there with me? to share in this moment, whether it was a win or whether it was an opportunity for growth, because that's really what it was about. You see, the courage to be happy is not just about always winning. It's about the learning that goes with it. It's about the courage to say, wow, I might not have made it this time, but you know what, here's what I can do next time. And here's the people that I, I can lean into that will support me and not tell me what I want to hear, but tell me what I need to hear so that I could keep moving. So the courage to be happy also takes courage in building a village that will celebrate with you. That will celebrate with you. And sometimes that village has to celebrate for you when you're stuck and getting in your own way. And they have to pull it out and pull it out of you. And it's no time like now that I miss Dia the most, who um, was my co-pilot in so many ways. Um, my co-parent, my co-thinker, um, the yin to my yang. Because when I couldn't be happy for me sometimes, she was. And she was that catalyst for me that also would say, smack me upside the head and smack me upside the thought process to say what in the world when I was saying you know why me she was saying why not you of course it's you of course it's us we deserve this you know Dia introduced me to not only celebrating the birthday week but the birthday month which I expanded to celebrating all year long why because I'm present so it does take courage to be happy. It takes courage to make the choice to be happy, even when situations and circumstances don't align to what your expected view is. I'll say that again. It takes courage to be happy when your situations and circumstances do not align, okay, to the view of what your expectation is for your happiness. So the courage is knowing that it's coming and you have the power to make it happen. 
And since this is our Fearless Friday, is the courage to be happy is to tell fear to shut up sometimes from when you're making a choice and you're making a decision and you're taking an action that's going to lead to a greater sense of self for you, greater understanding, a closer step to your dream, a new opportunity for you. That takes courage. And the courage to be happy is so embedded in your belief systems. And I'll say this time and time again, until you have the courage to make the unconscious conscious, to deal with the script and the programming and those limiting beliefs that have become part of, you learned them somewhere, you picked them up somewhere, and oftentimes before you even knew what you were picking up and learning. So having the courage to push back against that and say, I choose to be happy and I'm going to begin to do things that make me happy. And they don't have to be big, giant things. And I'm not talking about going and buying a new car, taking a trip, you know, running all around. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about getting up, going to grab yourself a cup of coffee, sitting on a bench in the park and watching the ducks for 15 minutes. If that makes you happy, do it. Do it. Because happiness doesn't always have to cost you financially. But it can and it will cost you spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. And that's where the power of your choice comes in. And that's why on this Fearless Friday, I challenge you. I challenge you to do something today that literally makes you happy. And share it. Share it. Because it can and it is contagious. If you don't believe me, just smile at somebody in the elevator and watch them smile back. Smile at somebody walking down the street. Watch them smile back. When you start making choices that are for you by putting your mask on first and living your very best life today because you love yourself on purpose with purpose, then that is a choice and a step towards happiness. And that is a step in the direction of rescripting your narrative, your divine narrative. So on this Fearless Friday, I am going to do something that makes me so super happy. I, when my pumpkin wakes up, we're going to go have a great breakfast, jump back on the road and head back from Vegas. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to the beach and do some reading. Why? Because I love sitting near the water. It rejuvenates me. Got a lot of ideas. Got a lot of things going on. Had a lot of stressors. But you know what? Today I'm going to choose me. And I'm going to choose to be happy. And fear doesn't get a vote. So I'm not afraid about what somebody's going to say, what they're going to do, what I'm not going to have, and what it's going to cost me on the other side. Because right now being present in this moment is the happiest that I can be. It's in this moment. And so I choose joy. And if you want to learn the strategies to really master that inner game, you're definitely going to want to join me. Not only in buying my 28-day mindset cleanse, which goes live on July 1st, but in mastering the inner game book study. 
because it is a strategy, it's a choice, it's intentionality involved with it. So definitely look for the details and don't forget to do something today that makes you happy and would make me even happier if you shared this podcast with your friends, favors, on uncles, and they can listen on iTunes, Spotify, Google Music Play, um, Stitcher, just Google it. They can even go to my YouTube channel, Dr. Dina Speaks, and catch it there for all you YouTubers out there. I guarantee you, if you begin to listen to Walking Through Glass, the podcast, and your daily dose of vitamin Dr. D, you'll get a little bit more sunshine in your life. So someone had asked me, why do you say your daily dose of vitamin Dr. D? So I did a little bit of lessening on what does vitamin D do? It helps you process sunlight. It helps you choose the joy. It helps you bring that little bit more light into your life to help you thrive. So have a great day, a phenomenal Friday. Remember to fear less and to be courageous about your happiness because it takes that to live your life on purpose with purpose. So if you're going to do it, definitely do it unapologetically. Have a great day.